Welcome to this week's episode of Sisterhood Our Conversations. I'm your host, Pumeza Langa. The society we live in, both online and offline, is very quick to tell us and show us who we need to be and what we must look like in order for us to be accepted. But rarely does it ever consider wellness and health from the inside out and the individual's own unique life journey. On today's episode, we speak to businesswoman, philanthropist, wife, mother, and woman on a mission, Rachel Colisi. Together with business partner, Tammy Rostran, they've created a beautiful and growing community of women who are encouraged every day to rise in their own unique way as they continue their journeys to become who they were born to be. It was great taking the time to speak to a woman who does all that she does as authentically as possible, even though for the most part of it, it is in the public eye. Enjoy the episode. Good morning, Rachel. Hey, how are you? Good in yourself. Very well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining me on Sisterhood Our Conversations this morning. Of course, so honored to be here. Oh, brilliant. How's the weather that side? Ours is sunshiny, but a little bit overcast. Beautiful. It couldn't be more beautiful today. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we're officially in the summer, spring vibe of things, and it's amazing. I think it's lifting a lot of people's spirits a little bit. Um, Absolutely. Oh, it's amazing. (laughs) So thank you so much for honoring our invitation to come through and just about all that you do in terms of Rise Mama, Rise Women, um, and the community that you're creating in terms of holistic wellness. I, for one, I think it's it's incredible and it's amazing to see more and more women standing up and saying, you know what, actually, I'm more than just the titles and the labels the society says I am. Um, mm-hmm. I'm also trying to make sure that I'm well and I'm happy mm-hmm. from within before mm-hmm. I can go out and you know conquer the world in whatever definition that is for ourselves. And you, one of those women, and you've created such an incredible um, platform um, with the rise and all that it encompasses. So what was the, wait, before we do that, please tell us a little bit more about Rachel. <laughs> um, so my name is Rachel. Um, I grew up in a very small town in the Eastern Cape called Grahamstown, otherwise known as Echeni. Um, I went to Victoria Girls High School there. Um I am one of five children, so I am second of number five. Of five. Um, and uh, after school, I was not an academic at all, and um, I couldn't afford to study. My parents couldn't afford to put me through um, university, and um, I definitely wouldn't be able to afford myself a scholarship or any kind of financial assistance. So. Okay. Um, ended up moving to Somerset West mm. and uh, getting a job as a bartender there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just tried to get as many jobs as I could to kind of get the bills paid. Mm. And um, I wanted to buy myself a little car. Okay. And um, I also put myself through a events management course, um, which I did part time. So um, I would kind of do my, my studying during my bar shifts oh, wow. and then kind of finish my shift and then drive to Stellenbosch to do my, um, to go in for my class. So I wouldn't even sleep because my bar shifts would normally finish around 4am and then just kind of go home, shower and then go to class. 
Um, I used to hand out flyers at robots. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole bunch that I used to do just to kind of get the bills paid. Wow. And um, I bought myself a Skidoink car, which is why I know how to change tires. <laughs> and wow. uh, jump start cars. <laughs> And, um, and then, yeah, I got a job at a, at a network marketing company mm. and I started off as a receptionist in Cape Town. Okay. And, um, I, I always knew I just needed an opportunity to show someone how hard I can work. And, um, that was my opportunity. And, um, within a couple of months I was promoted to, um, the office manager okay. and, um, and then I met Sia during that mm. time. Um, mm. and then, yeah, just, <laughs> I think we dated for about a year and then um, we just started to get a lot more serious. Okay. And um, yeah, just between like fast forward to where we are now um, with four kids and um, I've obviously been able to establish my organization called Rise and um, it's been a beautiful journey uh, with lots of ups and downs. But I actually read an article this morning. Um, I saw one of the soccer players' wives did an article I think with News 24 yes. and um, she was just saying how she's so tired that people you know label her uh, a gold digger that wow. people think that she, you know they're gold diggers yeah. and I was like yeah girl I know yeah. I know the, you get the same. I know the struggle oh yeah. wow and I think let's chat about Rise I mean that's I mean I've looked at the website I've looked at the the work that you've been doing and when I look at the things that you post, it's not even just about the physical, um, about women looking good. It's you really are looking at um, the women feeling good about themselves because we have this thing about, mm -hmm. you know, you need to look a certain way, you need to act a certain way. And as a mama of four, there's this whole thing. I mean, I, I'm a, I've, I've got my daughter and I remember the pressure to feel like oh yeah I'm loving mamahood and to to look a certain way because you need to bounce back and need to you know do the whole snap back thing and it was hard yeah. to find spaces and to to look at the real conversations and platforms where it wasn't just about looking um a certain way it was about making sure that um in a, in a psychological sense and an emotional sense that you as mom, that you're good, that mm -hmm. you, you're feeling well, um, you've got the spaces that you need to be. And I mean, let's talk, let's talk about the inspiration bit, um, behind Rise Mama and Rise Woman. I mean, what prompted their creation mm -hmm. and also the name Rise? I mean, I have my own ideas mm -hmm. about why Rise, but <laughs> what, what was the inspiration behind those? <laughs> Oh, I mean, it's so funny. Like the whole journey has just been absolutely incredible. Yeah. And um, I think about two years ago, I was going through something really, really, really difficult and personal. Yeah. And um, and that's when I started journeying with Tam. Yeah, so yeah. Tam is my partner, yeah. right? And, um, and she had actually been to a bride. This is how she reached out. Is, um, she had been, she had been to... Um, a braai and there was a you know they were all watching a rugby game and Sia came on and there was this big group of guys and they were like oh Sia is just amazing and like a you know the most amazing person and they were like oh my gosh but did you see how his wife has let herself go like the poor wow. guy has to be married to that and I mean it was just insane and um 
And Tam was horrified. She's like, I can't believe like how men feel like they can just have this conversation mm-hmm. and like all laugh and joke about it and stuff. And I had just had my second daughter mm-hmm. and uh, well, my, my first daughter, but my second <laughs> child. Um, and then um, she reached out to me on social mm-hmm. media and she's like, Hey, do you want to train? I would love to like train with you. And, so we yeah. started this journey together yeah. and I just remember a lot of, cause I'm active on social yes. media, a lot of women reached out and they were like, how are you doing this? What are you doing? What are you eating? How often are you training? But there was a post that I did when we first started training, a, a very honest post of how I looked, you know, in that yes. moment, because I was like, I can wait until I have my body transformation and then do a before and after because then you feel more comfortable. Then you're like, okay, cool. Everyone can see how amazing I look now. Um, But then I was like, the thing is, I know of so many women who train in a gym head to toe because their arms are flabby and they've got cellulite and they've got stretch marks. So they don't want anyone to see any of that and they hide themselves. And I'm like, who said who said that a woman, a woman's body post birth or um, a little bit overweight, who said that's not beautiful? Who decided that that was not normal? And Mm -hmm. that was at the bottom of the food chain. Like the thing is your body goes through the most incredible process birthing a child and your body goes through so much trauma making that happen. And then for us to be like, I'm going to snap back. Like I'm going to get it back immediately. Who decided that was what's supposed to happen. And I think that, um, you know, what's on social media really plays a massive part Mm -hmm. in that because you do get women who can bounce back immediately, you know, and their bodies are better than before even. And it's great. And they'll be the first ones to let you know, like, Oh, I just had my baby like three weeks ago. And And you're like, I'm so happy for you, but it makes you feel like less of a person because your body didn't do that. Um, So it was my intention to post immediately and Mm -hmm. um, to let women know this is where I'm Mm -hmm. at and it's okay to be where I'm at. Like I'm on a Mm -hmm. journey to be healthy and fit. Mm -hmm. Um, But the moment I did that, I felt like I just let loose shackles off of me because I just didn't care about people's judgment. I didn't care about what they thought. Like if men were going to make jokes, now they've got content that they can make jokes with as well. So um, I was just like, I'm just going to, and I, there's, I've never felt more freed, like Mm -hmm. just to tell people like, this is where I'm at and I don't care like what you think about it. Um, and what, what I realized then is so many women felt the same, but there's so little of that on social media, um, which is just so sad. Um, and yeah, so I started my journey and the thing is the minute I learned to accept my body and love where I was Mm -hmm. at, that's where I felt like my heart and my mind changed happen because Mm -hmm. the thing is you can be in a gym training yourself like crazy every single day but until you kind of have a shift in your mind and a shift in your heart about how you feel about yourself Mm -hmm. and and how you accept yourself and love yourself I don't believe that your body physically um changes actually I think that you 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 need to have and that's what rise is it's having that it's it's a wholesome because Mm -hmm. you need to have that heart mind shift before your body changes and that to us is more of a priority than having goals you know with six packs and just looking like so bikini and summer and whatever ready but um yeah it's it's really just what goes on on the inside actually that's more important to us and more valuable to us i think yeah you you touched a really <laughs> hectic nerve there because 
I agree with everything that you're saying because in terms of social media, I mean, for you to be that vulnerable um, and to share that and for people to connect with that, that just shows that there's a need for that and people are looking to connect with something that's real and that feels like, oh, she gets it or this is where I'm at. So this is not the end. Yeah. I can journey and get to the point where as individuals, we choose for ourselves, like what looks good, what feels good for ourselves and making sure that heart, mind yeah. and um, body connection, that that takes place because that's really, really important. Because as you say, if your mind and your heart aren't in a really good space, um, you, 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 yeah. there's only so much pushing you can do. There's only so much training. There's so many things that you can do. But until you that part and you work through all of that and I think that's important for especially for for moms and for women for society um I mean I also hear mm -hmm. the comments where somebody I mean I think when was it last year I went for a wedding um in in another province and I was staying at my cousin's place and I remember I had to, I was wearing Spanx <laughs> proudly wearing Spanx for the dress that I was wearing and oh, and I was like they they save us often they right us. <laughs> and I remember I mean she she looked at me and she like tapped my belly you know so I've still got like a little that that you know that mummy pouch and she's like oh my god girl is is there another one in the way and I laughed it what? off but in that moment I was like oh you know I don't really have to explain all of this now again because you've got a baby and in my mind I'm thinking but you're also a woman and you also go through, you also went through your own journey. Yes, you're super fit right now, but was there not a moment when someone said that to you and you just, a part of you just wanted to sit in a corner and bore your eyes out with a tub of ice cream? <laughs> and, sure. and, I, and I had to psych myself up and I laughed it off and I was like, no, 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 definitely not that. But, you know, just struggling a little bit to get back into my rhythm. And, like you say, it's the mind and the heart part of it because there's so much, you know, I mean, apart from the hormones, but just the emotional part of it of being, of extending yourself out to such an extent for another yeah. little human being who is solely dependent on you and you still have all these mm -hmm. other hats you must wear. I was just like, oh, can we just be nicer to each other as women? Like, it's just, it's, and just understand that, when you say something it may be like a ha-ha for you but for the other person it could cut deep you know and yeah it just it just really goes a long way so that just really that struck a chord with me and um like my, my next part of the conversation was um was it intentional for you to create a community that looked at the holistic wellness of women so as you said it's the heart and mind but when you began was was I don't want to say it was like the mission statement, but was it the mission statement between you and um and Tam, your business partner? It's so funny because <laughs> we've never had a plan for Rise. We've literally <laughs> like even the name. You know, you asked about the name and mm. the name. We we made a list of a bunch of like inspiring yeah. words, and we like hey like, and then eventually we were we both kind of sat around Rise. We were like, hey, yeah, that sounds nice. Yes. And then like, um, so we went from there, but honestly, so we, we were both in desperate places and mm. she was like, let's, let's create an ebook. Like we wanted to figure out how mm. can we um, get all these women that are asking about the journey and stuff? How do we get them 
you know, on their own journeys. And so we're like, let's create a fitness ebook. So we did that. We created a fitness ebook and we're like, okay, but we need to launch the ebook. Like let people know we have an ebook. Yes. So we had a brunch and I think this is where the game changer was for us is um, we had to hustle to get 50 women in the room. Let me tell you, like we had to do, I was getting to post. I was like, bro, like you need to help us get this room filled. Let's do this. And um, just the content that we spoke about at that event and, um, you know, struggles. My struggle as as being a mom and and trying to um, get healthy and fit again and kind of what that looked like. And um, Tam, the way that Tam speaks is absolutely incredible, so powerful and um, always so organic to to what's needed. And um, and the woman at that event came up to us afterwards just bawling their eyes out. And mm. and there was one woman in a horrifically abusive relationship and mm. she just poured her heart out to us. And um, mm. just there so many women came up to us afterwards and they're like, please, we need more of this. We need more of this. And wow. we were like, okay, well, we thought the ebook was cool, <laughs> but like this event is so much cooler yeah. because we were like, these women are just desperate for community. They just want to be a part of something. Yes. And um, and that's when kind of the light bulb moment happened when we just saw the desperation among women and this comparison, which is a pandemic of itself yes. among women. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so, so we started doing events and we had no structure to it. We were like, okay, well, we, we said if, if more than 10 people ask uh-huh. anywhere, we will go. Um, and we stuck to that. Like we went to Port Elizabeth, East London, Joburg, Pretoria, um, we wow. had Durban, um, Stellenbosch, mm-hmm. we had uh, Bloemfontein booked, we went to Garden Roots. So anywhere where there was a need, we went. And um, during this pandemic, it's almost been amazing because we have quite a big international market as well. A lot of people in Dubai, Australia, London that are plugged in as That's well. Um, and we were actually looking at going to do events mm-hmm. over there um, this year, but obviously that wasn't mm-hmm. possible. Um but we just created this community and from that it stemmed off so much. So Tam and I both have a heart for um, vulnerable people in South Africa right. and okay. um, and we we wanted to attach everything that we did to giving back. So mm-hmm. our intention was rise. When our goals was never financial or how many women do we get into mm-hmm. a room or how big successful are our events. Our intention and our what we we what we com- what we um measure our success to is how many lives we've impacted and transformed and changed and um and that's what we measure our success by so like sometimes we have no money in the bank because we're just giving it all away to like people that need it um and and we love it like we love it so much and um and that's that's the intention of rise it's not about making a huge like massive organization it's it's about women coming into a space where they feel safe, where they feel like they're a part of something bigger than themselves. Because truly I believe as a woman, we, we find ourselves in serving and in nurturing others. Um, and what that looks like in South Africa is, um, is giving into communities and, and people that are in the most vulnerable places. Um, so we, we've got a number of different umbrellas to rise. So of course, rise mama, rise studios, we've got rise a nation, which is, um, really volunteering your time into a cause oh, okay. 
Um, we've got Rise Connect for the business ladies. Um, so there's a number of different umbrellas with Rise, and cool. um, and it's still growing. And we just like, okay, well, whatever. Next, <laughs> let's go. go with it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, sure. Just hearing you speak about it, so it, I mean, the passion is there, and I think the fact that you guys have started it, it's it's not about the money. It's about the passion, and it's about creating that community. So when you come from that points of view I mean you can't it, it just it's a no-brainer you will be successful in the manner that you've defined for yourself and that's that's actually the beautiful part of it um just I think one yeah. thing that we wanted to we've really needed to focus on is the fact that our events are you know if you look at the events and when the women are in the room we don't believe Tam and I don't believe that it's a true representation of South Africa mm -hmm. and the beauty um, within South Africa so um, often our audience is about 80% white mm -hmm. women um, and it's something that you know we've had to do something about mm -hmm. and um, so we've been very intentional about um, transforming Rise um, and making every single woman feel like she wants to be in mm -hmm. the room and um, there's space for her in the room and she's welcomed in that room. Um, so it's something that we've been very aware of and um, that we are actively doing something about which is um, exciting because I want to be a representation of South Africa yes. and um, I don't believe that there should be a business in South Africa that isn't a true representation of all of the beauty that we have to offer in our country. Exactly. Um, so it is something that we are very actively working on and um, you know we're just so excited for the next rollout. Mm. I mean God willing we can have events again next year yes. you know where we all gather together but um, I'm just so looking forward to um, to what next year is bringing mm. and um, and the women that are going to get plugged into the community. It's it's going to be incre incredible. No, I, I can't wait to see what 2021 and beyond brings for us. I think there's so much yeah. that you have been doing and you've been doing it so beautifully and so authentically as well. And that's that makes it even better to connect with because then if you can see the the true heart of it, it makes it easier for women yeah. to really be vulnerable and to share and to open up and to just show up in just as who they are. Because a lot of the time, a lot of spaces don't allow us to show up as we are. We have to, yeah, you know, put on the pretense. We have to hype ourselves up. You, ca you can't just say, this is who I am. I'm Pumeza and I'm here. And this is this sure. is my stuff. This is my. This is the stuff I need to work through, and sure. um, we have to. We have to allow ourselves that because we're stronger in that way, and it just it makes better sense for all of us. Absolutely. I wanted, Absolutely. I wanted to ask you for for women and mamas who are struggling to practice self care because I'm I'm the worst. I mean, I will talk about self care and <laughs> self care, but I struggle to to find the time. And to just map it out for myself and what self-care looks like. And I've had to really look at my own personal definition of self-care. So is it stuff that I want to oh. do, that I want to, I miss doing, um, that I need to now make time for mm -hmm. specifically. And it's not necessarily like mm -hmm. the skincare routine and hair because I'm bald. But um, yeah. just finding what self-care means to me. But I think also a lot of us, sometimes we struggle to get our partners on board with the added support mm. sometimes to to make sure that mm. we do take the time and if we need time out where we literally lock ourselves in a room and we just 
are one with ourselves? I mean, what do you suggest for for women who are struggling to practice self-care? I mean, it's a very good, and honestly, I believe this needs to be at the top of the priority mm. list for every single woman, mom or no mom, mm. like especially mom, but like women mm. need to have their own space and they need to prioritize their time. So um, you touched on it, um, you know, what your personal time looks like, mm. your things that you miss doing. I think that's, that's the first place to start, I think, is identify what your time looks like, what your nurturing you looks like. Um, so if it is going to get a massage or your nails done or your hair, then girl, go do that. Also, like I've been considering going bald myself. My husband's not 100% on board. But it's like, your head. It's your hair. Go bald. Hours in a salon. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I, I think you've got to identify what that mm-hmm. looks like for you. For me, it's exercise. For me, it's it's going to the gym where I don't have my kids with me. I have an hour mm-hmm. to just like put my whole body on the line mm-hmm. and have a proper sweat. Say, I love it so much. And mm-hmm. it's something during the lockdown I really, really, really struggled with because I was trying to work out at home um, and it just it didn't work <laughs> out. Like I need to go. I need to go to the gym um, to get like a, uh, I can every now and then, but every single day at home with your kids there. And I'm just like, this is not the same and like loud music. I'm just like, no, it's not working. <laughs> yeah. um, so identify what that looks like for you and then put it in your diary um, and, and make time for it. Because the thing is the world tells you, no, you can't go get your nails done when you're a mom. Like what about your child? Yes. You can't leave a child at home. Um, but the world doesn't tell men that the world doesn't say like, no, you can't go to the barber because (laughs) you are needing to take care of your child. The world only tells a woman that. Um, and I think that it's important that your, your partner is on, um, the same page as you when it comes to that, that he's understanding of that. And, um, he or she is understanding of that and, um, and they want to play a role in taking care of you as well. Yes. Um, so it took Sia about six years. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but it did take him a hell of a long time um, to kind of realize what that looked like for me. But mm. the thing is, after we tested it out for a few months, he's like, okay, like you're the best wife. Yes. Like when you are happy yes. and you can yes. do that when I have my time. So he was fully on board with it then and That's completely bought into it. And he's like, any way that I can support you and make sure you have your time, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if you need to get someone to help you for two or three hours with your child, so you can go have your time, do it, mm-hmm. do it. Um, and there's no reason for you to feel guilty for that at all. There's no reason that you should feel bad for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we stretch ourselves so thin. You know, the world tells us we need to have perfect careers, be perfect yes. moms, perfect wives. We need to have great bodies. We need to smile all the time. Yep. You cannot be pissed off and lose it at all. You need to keep it all together. Yep. Um, drive a nice car. You wear high heels because, you know, you can. Like, that's what the world tells us and that's an unrealist your social life you must have great friends great social life you know balance it all and you've got Somehow. a male then you're the perfect woman yeah no no that's impossible and it's a lie um and i just think that we need more women being real about the fact that that's not possible mm. it's not possible mm. um so when you need to call on help every now and then for your sanity's sake girl do it yes. yeah. <laughs> 
because <laughs> it just it keeps everybody and safe as well because i think when you i mean at, at some stages depending on what your home situation look mm-hmm. it keeps everyone alive because mm. let me tell you i don't know what it looks like in your house but in my <laughs> house they're like grateful to just be like walking and breathing sometimes <laughs> <laughs> look i've got one you've got four i mean my two-year-old there are days I look at her and I'm just like, you are three people in one. I'm sh- I'm certain of it. <laughs> it's just... Mesa, let me tell you something. Enjoy it. Because everyone's like, oh, the baby stage and the teething stage, the tantrums are so difficult. Let me tell you something. Teenagers. Hey. Oh. It's a whole new battle. <laughs> no, no. I, I, you can give me 10 teething babies over a teenager. One, over one teenager. No problem. Any day. Sure. No. Okay, the so I guess each, real. each stage is different. It, it's special. <laughs> it's... So special. So special. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> Um, Rachel, before we let you go, I wanted to ask you, um, so how does Rachel rise in her own way through your various life moments and chapters? I mean, what are those, your go-tos to help you to rise? Um, how, how do you do it? How do you do it every day? Well, I must um, give all the glory and all the honor to the Lord firstly, because um I I just love Jesus with my whole heart and soul. And I, I don't believe that I'd be where I am today and even just on my two feet without him. In fact, I know that for a fact, I wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that um, what that looks like is different for everybody. For me, mm-hmm. that's what makes me rise. Um, and I, I just believe that um, he he makes a way um, for everybody, but he's made a way for me, and um, he's placed me in a in a specific place um, because I need to be responsible for mm-hmm. um, for what that looks like exactly. Um, so just the Lord is definitely at the top of that list, um, but also just I think different seasons in life. I mm-hmm. think nobody has a great awesome life a hundred percent of the time a lot of people have different struggles at different times different seasons um and to embrace that i think gives a person so much power because you you harbor the bad times a lot less if you realize that it's just a season it's something you will go through but you'll get out of and on the other side it's it's beautiful and um and you're stronger for those those tough seasons. So um, yeah. I think it's just important not to harbor the bad seasons. Yes. Um, so, yeah, and then just uh, people that I surround myself with, um, I need them to hold me accountable. I've got quality over quantity, mm. that's for sure. I have like five or six very close friends um, who hold me very accountable um, to what I do. And I, I think that um the the people that you surround yourself with will direct where your future is going um and i think that it's important that you're very aware of who you've got around you who you allow to speak into your life and what you allow spoken into your life i think is important as well so um yeah i think the lord and and the people around you um and, and yeah what you allow into my what you allow into your life is um 
really what helps me to to rise. That's incredible. Yo, thank you so much for sharing that. It's it's beautiful and it's so true. It's absolutely true in every way. And my last one for you, where can we find more information? Uh, what's coming up after lockdown restrictions have really eased up? Um, platforms, emails, websites, 2021. What should we be looking out for? Where can we find all of that? Awesome. We've got, we just love women plugging in. So even if it's not like immediate and you want to kind of hop onto an event, Sometime we we have got um, a virtual event this weekend. Ooh. Actually, we've got an amazing um, girl called, um, well, she calls herself Tuckies yes. on um, social media. <laughs> so check her out because she's so awesome. Who um, but she's speaking. Tuckies. Yes, girl. Oh, girl. girl. <laughs> she is just like, sure. oh, she's my like, <laughs> yeah. Um. So she is going to be taking our we've got an event coming up this weekend and um she's going to be taking our sweat session um we have got amazing prizes up for grabs and in fact we've got an apple watch up for grabs this weekend um we've actually i'm going to be doing a q a with um none other than sia colisi um <laughs> how did you get that kind of, how did you bag that <laughs> i call in my wife favors when i have to you know you're, the iou cards they come in handy um but i just think it's going to be beautiful hearing from him his journey as a man um and you know being married to someone influential and how he's made space for me um to kind of live out my own dreams um especially when he's got such a demanding job already so we're going to be hearing from him and um his value for women in south africa and um, that's going to be incredible um and then we've got a virtual run with rise in partnership with um future life coming up and um so we've got runners from all over the world that are going to be plugging in and that's on the 10th of october um and then we've got a transformation course that we've been running um, monthly as well. So um, just a safe room for um, women. Sometimes men pop in there as well, but a safe space for conversation around um, transformation. You know, if, if people don't understand it and they want to try and learn and um, educate themselves, and it's a it's a room for um, for people to come in and learn. So um, the best place is really just to get onto social media. Um, so at rise woman at rise underscore woman underscore underscore um alternatively you can go to my page and you'll definitely find something rise on there as well um we've got rise studios if you want to plug into more of the exercise fitness side of things um and of course rise mama for all of the pre and post and current um preggy moms um we've got all the things that you need there and um it's just a beautiful community that rise mama community you know if you're feeling like you're journeying alone at the moment that you feel like um the struggle is only yours at the moment it's absolutely not there is someone that's plugged in there that i can guarantee you is in the same place as you so um yeah uh website www.risewoman.org.za and um yeah just get plugged in and um yeah, the intention is to create a, a community of women, a, a movement mm. of women that come together in a common cause to um, change the state of South Africa. Um, and that's our goal and that's our mission. So we would love to have you on board if you are able and willing. And um, yeah, just so looking forward to the future yeah. and um, what next year is going to bring. That's amazing. That's oh, that's amazing. I think the movement is powerful and it's growing and it's beautiful. 
So thank you both to yourself and to Tammy for, for starting this and just growing with it and just trusting where it's leading you. And I can't wait to see what, what more is in store. And I'd love to, I mean, I'm putting up my hand. If you ever need an extra pair of hands to, to jump on board, the Sisterhood Our community is definitely okay. there. So just reach out and let us know. Yeah, we would love to. And um, you're so welcome anytime um, to come and get plugged in as well. No, that would be amazing. And of course, your community as well. So um, thank you so much for having me. It's it's really been an incredible conversation, important conversation. And um, yeah, I hope it impacts many women. No, absolutely. I believe it will. Thank you so much, Rachel Khaleesi. Have a wonderful day thank and you a remainder much. of your week. You too. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye.